You are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ and others, and grows together in faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, October 4th, 2020, by the Reverend Steve Best, Associate for Couples and Family Life at St. Thomas.
stress was created to the extent that people start living out of harmony with this order that's within all things. Now, I'm suspecting some of you might be thinking at this point, saying, oh, okay, this is a little sentimental, a little maybe overly romantic, maybe not real world enough. But I'm here to tell you that St. Francis, St. Francis knew about suffering, the stigmata, the marks of the crucifixion. He was not so otherworldly that he wasn't in this world with God in every moment. Now, Francis did not create this creation-centered spirituality. He'd be the first to say that he was step stepping into a very long river, deep, long, wide. Many uh, tributaries to this river, different faith traditions, and especially indigenous spirituality. In fact, at this very moment, Native Americans are gathered in our state to try to come to terms with how they can more uh, fully express this creation-centered spirituality in the plight of the salmon in this country and in this place. The salmon are part of an ecosystem, and ancient wisdom here, arriving long before any Europeans, was that the cycle of life is dependent on each part contributing to this ongoing renewal of life. And so as we speak, Native Americans are beginning to, to be taken more seriously, as mo most of us are beginning to think, maybe the intelligence and wisdom of our world, the establishment, is, is, is bringing us into bankruptcy on a spiritual level. One Native American activist put it this way, as indigenous people, we have always had the responsibility of maintaining stewardship and environmental protection of all resources. We are taught from a very young age that we must leave this earth better than how it was given to us. In our songs, our dances come from these living beings. It's our heritage. If we lose the salmon or the orca, we will lose a part of who we are and break the natural circle of life. In today's Gospel lesson from Matthew, Jesus speaks to the issue of wisdom. He offers a prayer of thanksgiving to his Creator for keeping true wisdom hidden from those who think they are wise and who think they have it all put together and all the answers. Now, why would Jesus want to keep something so important hidden? Well, part of it is the context of this chapter in chapter 11 of Matthew. He, along with John the Baptist, had been sending prophetic messages to the people. There's a, an invitation to return to this, what I would say is the order of things in nature. And these proud people and proud cities that Jesus was visiting, they had turned their backs from this wisdom and knowledge. Sometimes they were happy to get the perks, that is, a miracle or two or a healing, but they did not want to enter more deeply into this river, this river of creation-centered spirituality. And so receiving Jesus' wisdom begins with turning away from things that harm us. And there are so many things here to keep us from the love of God in seeing God in creation. So even though we tend to put Francis into a place of, well, he loved to you know, be gentle and so forth, and he was in all those ways, but he was always calling people to turn, to turn away from the things that were holding people into bondage, 
and particularly denying the reality of God's love in all of creation. Even the parts of creation we'd rather not think is included. Maybe it's an enemy. He proved that that was not the path he was going to go on. He went uh, to the Sultan, uh, who was the uh, Muslim leader of Egypt, and tried to engage in some kind of dialogue. When the leper came his way, he came to the leper. He didn't wait for the leper to come to him. He would come to the leper eventually and hug all that he felt and all that his society felt was undesirable. And so this gospel lesson today is challenging. It asks the question not only where is true wisdom, but also where might it be found? And I think one of the most surprising parts of it is it's found in an infant. So when we think of infants, we, we know that they instinctively know that they need and have to survive by being in relationship, to be held, to be nursed, to be gently rocked to sleep. It is a place of coming home, and it is a place that perhaps is continuing to invite people to come back home in a state of harmony, in a state of grace, in a state of deep peace. And so the stories of Francis often speak to his finding a home wherever he was. He was a little critical of his Benedictine brothers and sisters who built these monasteries, and he said, you know, I know it's important to read books, but sacred scripture is found in all of creation, and I'm not much more likely, of course, as Catholic is different than others, to see this order in the beauty of a song from a bird. In fact, the other day I was working with someone who was in great pain, and all of a sudden I couldn't see anything, but I heard this uh, beautiful bird chirp. And I was, I was talking to the person, I said, Has someone arrived? I said, Yes, there's a blue chip outside the window. I love the fact that so many people are showing up to their meetings with their, their beloved creation, whether it is a, 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 a pet, a, a cat, a bird, whatever it might be. So Francis is always saying, home and this peace is where this party is, and where we're held as infants. And so there's a humility about that, that even though there were many honors that were bestowed upon him, he always came back to the simple. He came back to being held by God and all creation. This is the beauty, I think, of, of Jesus going on in the scripture today in gospel, talking about where is peace, where is rest, where can we let go of judgments, where can we let go of everything that keeps us from resting in this place where God wants to hold us. Now, one of the things I enjoy doing each uh, time, each year at this time, is ask myself, now, where, where would Francis travel to today? And of course, with all of the pandemic, it's a little harder to imagine. But what I came up with today is the Greenbelt Arts Festival in the UK. They have been meeting for 50 years. It's a very radically inclusive festival, young and old. The spirituality, the specials, activism, comedy, visual arts, and song, of course. The former patron of this festival was none other than the former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, who said that this event was his highlight of his, of his tenure as an Archbishop. This goal of reimagining Christianity based on creation, a creation-centered spirituality, where the cycle of life is considered, is where I believe the church needs to move. An illustration of what came out of this beautiful gathering was that 
In this festival, there was a desire to have a big shift, and the spaceship campaign resulted in calling for UK banks, big banks, like Lloyds of London, to begin to make a commitment to funding green initiatives, to begin to defund carbon-based uh, businesses. Now, that sounds pretty radical, but actually, at this very moment, these banks are coming forth with these commitments, which I find a great, great blessing. At this particular festival, yes, the Franciscans were there, and they were wearing t-shirts. Don't be a fossil fool, F-O-O-L. Hate the carbon habit. But the one that touched my heart the most was, it's your children's future that we're talking about. And that was what really resonated most deeply in terms of where our future is for our children and grandchildren. So this is where I want to leave you. And this season of stewardship, the stewardship of all creation, one of the creative things that I think that we're coming up with our families, we realize we're not driving as much and that our carbon imprint is, is lighter. And so um, I was on the insurance, they call it auto insurance, and I'm in the process of getting those premiums to be reduced based on less driving. And we're going to take whatever students that is and then just add it on to our normal flights this year. So I invite you to be creative, to, to embrace the spirit of Jesus in the way of St. Francis here on this feast day. And I know that stewardship uh, very much of all creation is on our minds. We cannot look any other place but to see the signs of the need for a change. Amen. Amen. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website at www.stthomasmedina.org.